Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on NRM Streamcast. Can't see nothing in front of me Can't see nothing coming up behind Make my way through this darkness I can't feel nothing but this chain that blinds me Lost track of how far I've gone Far I've gone, how high I've climbed On my back's a 60-pound stone On my shoulder, half mile of line Come on up for the horizon Come on up and lay your hands in mine Come on up for the horizon Come on up for the
20 years ago this week, Bruce Springsteen's The Rising dropped, specifically July 30th, 2002. The Rising is commonly referred to as Bruce's 9-11 record, and while not all of the songs take on the aftermath of the 9-11 attacks, the album is rife with the ghosts of 9-11. It's also commonly remembered as the very first E Street Band record since 1984's iconic Born in the USA. And that is why we are kicking off this week's show with the title track of Bruce Springsteen's The Rising. Bruce is also top of mind as tickets for his 2023 U.S. tour have gone on sale. I've purchased mine, and there is a lot of controversy swirling around what is known as dynamic pricing, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Dynamic pricing sucks. It's a shit show and I do not like it. And while Springsteen himself has not addressed the situation, Springsteen's manager John Landau has. In the New York Times, he stated that prices for the U.S. 2023 tour came after looking, quote, carefully at what our peers have been doing, then setting them, quote, lower than some and on par with others. In defending the arrangement, Landau said while a, quote, unquote, modest number of tickets priced above 1000 did appear for sale. The, quote, true average ticket price has been in the mid-200 range, end quote. I believe that in today's environment, Landau concluded, that is a fair price to see someone universally regarded as among the very greatest artists of his generation. Okay, here's what I have to say, because I registered for Ticketmaster's verified fan presale. To say that the average ticket price is in the $200 range is not accurate at all. $200 maybe for the upper tier and behind the stage seats. Tickets went on sale at 10 a.m. I was in the waiting room a good 10 minutes before that. It took a good 20, 15, 20 minutes before I was released from the waiting room into the queue so I could buy my tickets. And even at that point, it was Thunderdome. It was beyond Thunderdome. General admission, good luck. If there were any seats left in general admission, it was well in the two, three, four, five thousand dollar range. I tried my luck at main floor, and even that took a while because tickets were unavailable, became available. People were fishing and throwing fish back in the pond. I was not going to sit behind the stage. Springsteen is my absolute favorite. I don't go to a lot of big ticket arena shows, but Springsteen is the rare exception. He's my absolute favorite. I'll spend $200 on a ticket for Springsteen. And I was expecting to top out at maybe $400 a ticket because this is just the time we live in. Yes, I go to a lot of smaller shows and pay a lot less, but occasionally I like to treat myself. And I thought, okay, $400 a ticket. I can justify this. It's Springsteen. He hasn't toured since 2016. I haven't seen him since 2014. I'll take the hit. I got main floor, section A. My first preference would have been to get general admission. That wasn't going to happen. Main floor, section B, which is the center 
which was my second choice. That wasn't going to happen because those tickets were recoculously expensive. So at the end of the day, I got main floor, section A. I would say that was probably my third choice. So I'm there. I'm on the main floor. And yes, I bought insurance because it's a great idea. I've seen friends of mine buy multiple tickets for a big ticket show only to have an extra one or two on the day of the show and they have to eat the cost of the ticket because they can't find somebody to take it or they just don't want to go through the hassle of trying to find somebody at the last minute. And I get that, but I've gotten into the habit of buying insurance on my tickets and it's a great investment. It's a much smaller situation, but I bought a couple of tickets for Orville Peck. My friend couldn't go. I was able to recoup the cost of his ticket. And that was really cool. And it was a quick process. So I highly recommend buying the insurance. But that's neither here nor there. But I felt it was important to say that. I think it's a good move. I got my tickets on the main floor, Section A, with insurance. Each ticket was a couple of dollars shy of 800 Not great. But in this day and age, I get it. It still sucks. This dynamic pricing sucks. And I'm not going to go ahead and villainize Springsteen over this. I will give Ticketmaster the perpetual stink eye for the rest of my days. Same goes for you, Live Nation. Mr. Landau, you are full of shit. I'm looking forward to the possibility that Springsteen may address the situation, and maybe he won't. That's his right. The only situation I can think of in which Springsteen could justify this is the following. For the past three years, COVID has fucked all of us. I could imagine that Springsteen not having toured since 2016 and was looking forward to hitting the road in 2020. His crew probably took a hit over the past three years. And I can see maybe Springsteen going, you know what? This dynamic pricing is a good way to haul in a lot of cash so I can make it up to my crew. Because I know that Bruce doesn't need the money. And yeah, there are some people out there who are saying dynamic pricing is taking the good tickets out of scalpers' hands and putting that money in the hands of the artist. Well, the artist doesn't need it. What it's doing is jacking up the prices for everybody. And that's just shitty. The average ticket price is not 200 Maybe in a couple of weeks after people have thrown their hands in the air and waved them like they just don't care, maybe there might be a chance of some really good tickets being available for a really fair price. And in all fairness, maybe I should have, instead of getting my tickets the day they went on sale, maybe I should have played the long game. And maybe I might do that eventually. You never know. I might find better tickets. I might put mine up for sale. All I know is I'm going to see Bruce next spring and I cannot wait to a point. Well, this is the world we live in. Things continue to get more expensive. Gas gets more expensive. Food gets more expensive. Uh, Movie tickets get more expensive. Concert tickets get more expensive. It's just the way it is. I don't like it. It sucks. But dynamic pricing sucks all of the balls. And with that, 
I step away from the soapbox and say to you, my good friends, Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly or as close to weekly as we can get right here on NRM Streamcast. And right about now you're going, good God, y'all. I thought he would never stop talking. And what the fuck is on this week's show? I'm so glad you asked. I would love to tell you. It has been a minute since we've been together. I was lucky enough to get to go back home to Detroit for work and get to spend a couple of days hanging out with some of my peeps and eating some of the best Middle Eastern food on the face of the earth, drinking some of the best cocktails on the face of the earth, and buying way too many records. It was a grand old time. We are now leveling back into a normal rhythm of life. On this week's show, we're going to spend quality time with a couple of recent releases from artists we love. Damien Gerardo, you may remember him from the album Visions of Us on the Land. It was our number one album of 2016. His 18th album, Reggae Film Star, dropped on June 24th. And we are going to spend quality time with the fourth album from the Dream Syndicate since they reunited. It's called Ultraviolet Battle Hymns and True Confessions, and we're going to be spending quality time with that one as well. All this and much, much less on this week's show. But first, we kick off this next set of music with a recent single from Margot Price, Fight to Make It, features appearances from the legendary Mavis Staples as well as Adia Victoria. It's a pro-choice anthem that dropped on July 8th on Bandcamp. That's where you can find it. Proceeds benefit Noise for Now, which supports grassroots reproductive justice organizations. More information on them at noisefornow.org. Brand new music from Margot Price and Fight to Make It.
Let me get the lyrics. Okay. I like the way sparkling earrings lay against your skin so brown. And I wanna sleep with you in the desert tonight with a million stars all around. Cause I got a peaceful, easy feeling. And I know you won't let me down. Cause I'm already standing on the ground. I get this feeling I may know you as a lover and a friend. This voice keeps whispering in my other ear, tells me I may never see you again. But I get a peaceful, easy feeling, and I know you won't let me down, cause I'm already standing, yes I'm already standing, yes I'm already standing. On the ground. That's great. Well, the thing went on. <laughs> That's great. You've got three ways to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com. Wrapping up that last set with a most unlikely cover, Jenny Slate as Marcel the Shell with an interpretation of the Eagles' peaceful, easy feeling. Yeah, you're not hallucinating. I actually said those words. And yes, I loathe the music of the Eagles with the white-hot intensity of a thousand suns, with the white-hot intensity that could power the eastern seaboard. However, last weekend, I went to see this film, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Perhaps you've heard of it. Perhaps you're a fan of the viral videos that inspired it. Just to give you a little background, there have been a couple of short films in 2010, and 2011, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, and Marcel the Shell with Shoes On 2, T-O-O. And there were even a couple of Marcel books. Just to clarify, if you're sitting out there and you're listening and you're going, what the fuck are you talking about? Marcel the Shell is literally a seashell with two little legs, wearing shoes, with one googly eye. The most damn delightful film I've seen in quite some time. 
and this is a co-creation of Jenny Slate, who was an SNL cast member from 2009 to 2010. She starred in the 2014 indie film The Obvious Child. She has done a shit ton of voice acting work in animated movies and TV. You also may remember her as Mona Lisa Saperstein, the younger sister of Jean Ralphio on Parks and Recreation. In addition to all those things, Jenny Slate and her then-husband, Dean Fleischer Camp, created these Marcel the Shell short films, and they collaborated on these books. Camp directed the film. It's out in limited release right now. It will probably be available on demand very soon, and they co-wrote the screenplay. It is just damn delightful, and towards the end, Marcel serenades his family of shells. And he has spent the lion's share of the movie trying to be reunited with his family. Upon being reunited with his family, Marcel serenades his family with the Eagles peaceful, easy feeling. And like I said, not a fan of the Eagles, certainly not a fan of the song, but my heart melted. I couldn't not share Jenny Slate as Marcel's interpretation of the Eagles peaceful, easy feeling. Before that, Mightmare. Not Nightmare, Mightmare. Another bit of clever naming. Mightmare is the brand new side project of Sarah Shook of Sarah Shook and the Disarmers. Brand new album from Mightmare comes out this fall on Kill Rockstars. Uh, more specifically, the album Cruel Liars drops on October 14th. From Cruel Liars, we heard Saturn Turns. In the meantime, Sarah Shook and the Disarmers currently on tour throughout the rest of the summer, throughout the fall, wrapping up their tour in mid-November. Before Jenny Slate as Marcel the Shell and Mightmare, we heard from singer-songwriter Nikki Bloom. Seven albums under her belt, four of them solo albums, two of them albums with her band The Gramblers, and one album with her husband Tim. Her latest album, Avondale Drive, dropped on June 3rd, and from that album we heard the song Feel, featuring saxophonist Carl Denson. You may remember him from the Grey Boy All-Stars, Carl Denson's Tiny Universe, and he has been touring with the Rolling Stones. Stones for the last several years. Also in their brand new music from Amanda Shires, her brand new album Take It Like a Man drops on July 29th. Her tour kicks off in Nashville the day before that, and from Amanda Shires, we heard the title track from Take It Like a Man. At the top of the set, Margot Price with the legendary Mavis Staples and the equally awesome Adia Victoria and Fight to Make It, a pro-choice anthem that benefits Noise for Now, noisefornow.org for more information. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly or as close to weekly as we can get right here on NRM Streamcast. Speaking of NRM Streamcast, you know, there are so many awesome shows you can check out on NRM Streamcast, and a lot of them are shows you can actually watch. You can go ahead and download the NRM Streamcast app to your TV and watch a lot of these NRM Streamcast shows. The app is free to download. It costs you nothing to enjoy any of the shows, and I want to call specific attention to 11 Mile Sessions Live, hosted by my old friend Scott Boatwright way back in the day when this show was a mere mortal radio show. Scott and I both had shows 
shows at whfr.fm on the campus of Henry Ford College in Dearborn, Michigan. And Scott hosted this awesome avant-garde show. I think it was on Sunday afternoons. Nicest guy in the world. Very laid back. And he brought in a lot of avant-garde artists to play live in the studio. And that was one of the benchmarks of his show. And with 11 Mile Sessions Live, he continues to bring in artists to play live. He spins a lot of great homegrown Motor City music. And you can watch the show live Thursday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. in the Eastern Standard Time Zone. And there are so many ways you can check it out. If you're going to catch it live, you can catch it live on either nrmstreamcast.com or at 11milesessionslive.com. And that's the number 11 as opposed to spelling it out. All episodes are archived at both nrmstreamcast.com and 11milesessionslive.com. And you can subscribe to it as an audio podcast wherever you find your podcasts. The latest episode features a live performance from Barker and Broski. I can't recommend the show highly enough. 11 Mile Sessions Live. Check it out live on Thursday nights or catch up with the archive. You've got 17 full episodes to get caught up on right now. Moving right along now, we're going to be spending some quality time with the latest record from the Dream Syndicate. Ultraviolet Battle Hymns and True Confessions dropped on June 10th. The Dream Syndicate back in the day was part of what was known as the Paisley Underground, alongside other bands like the Rain Parade, the Bangles, and the Three O'Clock. They were also contemporaries and co-conspirators with one of my all-time favorite bands, Green on Red. Dream Syndicate first popped up on my radar back in the summer of 1984. I will never forget that Sunday afternoon when my friend Joe said, Hey, do you want to go see R.E.M. tonight at the Royal Oak Music Theater? And I said, yes. I had recently become a fan. I had a Maxell cassette that I carried around with me with Murmur on one side and Reckoning on the other. And I was a huge fan of R.E.M. Still am. But it was a Sunday afternoon, day of the show. My friend Joe said, I'll pick up tickets at lunch. And he got us 10th row center to see R.E.M. at the Royal Oak Music Theater last minute. And we went to the show and it was sparsely attended. This was back in the days when Michael Stipe mumbled and Peter Buck jangled. But before they went on, it was the Dream Syndicate. I knew nothing about them. To this day, frontman, singer, songwriter, guitarist Steve Wynn and drummer Dennis Duck remain the constants. At the time, the lineup included guitarist Carl Percota, who let all hell break loose when he played, bassist Mark Walton, who replaced original bassist Kendra Smith, who went on to join Opal along with David Roback, and that band, when she quit, would morph eventually into Mazzy Star. But that's another story for another time. Touring keyboardist Tommy Zvoncek brought the special sauce on songs like Tell Me When It's Over, which made me a fan of the Dream Syndicate for life. The Dream Syndicate were originally active from 1981 through 1989, during which they dropped four studio albums. They were formed in 2012 and released their first record in 29 years in 2017. Currently, 
It's Wynn and Duck, along with Mark Walton, who, like I said earlier, joined the band in 1984. Guitarist Jason Victor, who also played in Wynn's other band, The Miracle 3, is the current Dream Syndicate guitarist. Keyboardist Chris Kakavas has been playing and recording with them since they reunited and recently has been announced as an official member. Chris Kakavas formerly of the aforementioned Green on Red, alongside the likes of Chuck Prophet. And while I could easily go down a Green on Red rabbit hole, I'll just say this. Chris Kakavas was one of Green on Red's secret weapons. And while the reformation of the Dream Syndicate was an absolute gift, Chris Kakavas being an official member of the Dream Syndicate is an absolute bonus. Steve Wynn is one of the mensch among menches in the music business, one of the nicest musicians I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. Met him a couple of times when he was doing solo gigs back in the early 90s. Met him again when I saw the Dream Syndicate in Chapel Hill. And because Chris Kakavis was currently playing with them on tour, I got the chance to meet him and tell him how much I dig green on red. In the meantime, let's spend some quality time with the Dream Syndicate's latest record, Ultraviolet Battle Hymns and True Confessions.
a part of the game. Part of the game. It's just a part of the game.
saying what I think I'm always the last one to know I'm always the last one to know
you might get caught The way you push when you lose a fight Some animal thing that can't be taught Keep moving, be fine They're not straight lines You gotta suit yourself and suit someone else And if it fits, see what time to miss You gotta reach high just to ring the bell Long distance runner when the competition quits Keep moving, be fine They're not straight lines Keep moving, we find
virtue of the fact that you are currently listening, you need no further assistance finding the Debts No Honest Man Can Pay podcast. However, your friends may need a little assistance. In which case, be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things. Places like Apple, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. In that last set of music, a fistful of tracks from the Dream Syndicate's latest record, Ultraviolet Battle Hymns and True Confessions, at the top of the set, Where I'll Stand, followed by Damien. Every time you come around trying to get over and we wrapped things up with straight lines. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly or as close to weekly as we can get right here on NRM Streamcast. Moving right along, we are going to kick things off with some brand new music from Lucy Dacus. No, she doesn't have a new record. It's been two years since home video, but she is out on tour right now through November, and then she will be playing a festival in Chile. In the meantime, if you're jonesing for some new music from Lucy Dacus, you can look no further than the Spotify singles. It's actually just two songs. One of them is a reworked version of Partner in Crime, the original version on home video, as well as an interpretation of this song that went all the way up to number four in 1998. How hard I try You keep pushing me aside And I can't break through There's no talking to you It's so sad that you're leaving It takes time to believe it But after all is said and done You're gonna be the lone one Something inside me say I really don't 
can feel something inside me say I really don't think you're strong enough, no I was 
nights, little mistakes. Took a shower, but the shower didn't take. Now the highway keep on rolling like a real reel. Try to keep from taping over every single deal. And old Charlene.
ways to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com. Wrapping up that last set of music with the Detroit duo Ladyship Warship. Ladyship Warship is Easy Myers on guitar and vocals and Kristen Lynn on drums. The married couple just dropped their latest EP, Possum Nova, on June 24th and also recently won the Detroit Music Award for Outstanding Alt-Indie Punk Artist or Group. From Possum Nova, we heard the title track. You can find all of their music on Bandcamp. Had the extreme pleasure of meeting these folks when I was in Detroit just a couple of weeks ago. I was back home for work, had a couple of days to spend with the peeps, and while I was there, I got to drop in at the NRM Streamcast Studios on 11 Mile Road, where 11 Mile Sessions Live airs on Thursday nights. I was there early Thursday evening as Scott Boatwright was about to go live with another episode. Ladyship Warship were the musical guests. I got to chat with them while they were setting up. Very cool people, very nice people. I recognized Easy Myers. And he recognized me, which was kind of cool, because back in the day, he used to be in an awesome band in Detroit called the Bushmasters. And I used to be in a pretty okie-dokie band called the Freemasons, and we played some shows together. I was a huge fan of the Bushmasters, and I eventually went on to become good friends with many of the folks in the Bushmasters. Ironically, I never really knew Easy back in the day, but I recognized him. 
he has a very distinctive look. So as they were setting up, I was like, weren't you in the Bushmasters? And he goes, weren't you in the Freemasons? And then we kind of had this kind of high five moment and it was very cool. And I regret that I didn't get to stick around to watch them perform on the show. I had to haul my ass over to Dearborn to have dinner with some really good friends of mine at the legendary Lashish, as far as I'm concerned, the greatest Middle Eastern food in the United States. Maybe even the world, but I'll just go ahead and check myself before I wreck myself and say for sure in the United States. I am a huge fan of Middle Eastern cuisine, and as a proud Detroiter, I can tell you, without hesitation, the best Middle Eastern food is in Dearborn, Michigan, because Dearborn, Michigan is home to the largest Arab American community in the United States. Before Ladyship Worship, brand new music from Corey Brandon. It has been a minute since the last Corey Brandon record. As a matter of fact, it's been five years since Adios, and I am so excited to get a brand new album from Corey Brandon. Corey Brandon, also the very first rock show I went to after I got my vaccinations. He's just one of those dudes that Anytime he's in town, I try to see him. Anytime he's got a new album out, I know it's going to be top quality. As a matter of fact, his last three albums made our year-end top 10. And I'm fairly confident that his forthcoming album, When I Go Ghost, which drops on October 14th, has a really good shot at making our top 10. Corey also was gracious enough to sit down with us for a chat back in 2014 when we were on the air at Plaza Midwood Community Radio and Corey played an excellent show on a Friday night at the Milestone here in Charlotte. He's going to be playing again here in the fall. Maybe I'll reach out and uh, get another interview with him. It's been eight years. I'm sure we've got plenty to get caught up on. From Corey Brandon's forthcoming record, When I Go Ghost, we heard Oh Charlene. Before that, the Dropkick Murphys. Good God, y'all. The Dropkick Murphys were hands down one of the highlights at Shaky Knees earlier this year. A memory I will cherish and take with me to the grave. We heard the Dropkick Murphys in that set from their forthcoming album, This Machine Still Kills Fascists. I love that title. And if you know, you know. And if you don't know, I'll tell you. The legendary Woody Guthrie had the slogan, This Machine Kills Fascists on the back of his guitar. And so when I saw that the title of the album was This Machine Still Kills Fascists, I knew what was up. The album drops on September 30th, and yes, you're right. It is a collection of songs written by Woody Guthrie. More accurately, these are Woody Guthrie's lyrics. They are set to music by the Dropkick Murphys. Once again, Woody Guthrie's daughter, Nora Guthrie, has opened up the Woody Guthrie archives and approached the Dropkick Murphys and said, Hey, would you guys like to set some of my dad's lyrics to music and record them? And I'm sure they probably said, Boy, howdy, would we? And perhaps maybe they didn't express it in those words, but I'm pretty sure the enthusiasm level was pretty damn off the charts. If this scenario sounds familiar to you, you would not be wrong. Back in the late 90s, Nora Guthrie had approached Wilco and Billy Bragg. This had resulted in the 1998 collaboration Mermaid Avenue and the follow-up Mermaid Avenue Volume 2 in 2000. 
from this machine still kills fascists we heard the dropkick murphys and two sixes upside down before the dropkick murphys honoring the legacy of woody guthrie we heard a song called guthrie from julian baker's brand new b-sides collection and when i say b-sides collection i am being rather generous b-sides is an ep that features three songs from the little oblivion sessions currently julian baker is on the road as part of the wild hearts tour along with sharon van etten and angel olsen before julian baker julian's partner in crime in boy genius along with phoebe bridgers lucy dacus spotify singles is out now whereas julian baker's b-sides is a three-song ep spotify singles is a two-song EP featuring an alternate version of Partner in Crime, which originally appeared on last year's home video. I realize that earlier in the show, I said that home video came out in 2020. I was wrong. I should be publicly humiliated in the town square. In fact, home video came out last year. Let the record show that I corrected myself and have expressed remorse. The other song on the Spotify singles is the song that kicked off the set, Lucy Dacus's interpretation of Cher's 1998 number four hit, Believe. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly, or as close to weekly as we can get, right here on NRM Streamcast. Speaking of NRM Streamcast, you know, there are so many awesome shows you can check out on NRM Streamcast. And a lot of them are shows you can actually watch. You can go ahead and download the NRM Streamcast app to your TV and watch a lot of these NRM Streamcast shows. The app is free to download. It costs you nothing to enjoy any of the shows. And I want to call specific attention to 11 Mile Sessions Live, hosted by my old friend Scott Boatwright way back in the day when this show was a mere mortal radio show. Scott and I both had shows at WHFR.FM on the campus of Henry Ford College in Dearborn, Michigan. And Scott hosted this awesome avant-garde show. I think it was on Sunday afternoons. Nicest guy in the world. Very laid back. And he brought in a lot of avant-garde artists to play live in the studio. And that was one of the benchmarks of his show. And with 11 Mile Sessions Live, he continues to bring in artists to play live. He spins a lot of great homegrown Motor City music. And you can watch the show live Thursday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. in the Eastern Standard Time Zone. And there are so many ways you can check it out. If you're going to catch it live, you can catch it live on either nrmstreamcast.com or at 11milesessionslive.com. And that's the number 11 as opposed to spelling it out. All episodes are archived at both nrmstreamcast.com and 11milesessionslive.com. And you can subscribe to it as an audio podcast wherever you find your podcasts. The latest episode features a live performance from Barker and Broski. I can't recommend the show highly enough. 11 Mile Sessions Live. Check it out live on Thursday nights or catch up with the archive. You've got 17 full episodes to get caught up on right now. Moving right along to the last full set of this week's show, we're going to spend quality time with Reggae Film Star, the latest album, the 18th album from singer-songwriter Damien Gerardo. The record dropped on June 24th. 
Damien first popped up on our radar back in 2000 when Damien, along with Rose Thomas, covered Bruce Springsteen's Wages of Sin on the Sub Pop Collection, Badlands, a tribute to Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska. And yes, Wages of Sin actually never appeared on Springsteen's Nebraska. However, there were three songs at the end of this tribute album that were originally recorded during the Nebraska sessions. I'm on Fire, Downbound Train, both of those eventually appeared on Born in the USA, and Wages of Sin, which never appeared on any official Springsteen studio album, but appeared on the 98 box set tracks. Fun fact... Kurt Vile has covered both Downbound Train and Wages of Sin. Wages of Sin is on his latest album, but I digress. As much as we love Kurt Vile, we're not here to talk about Kurt Vile. We're here to talk about Damien Gerardo. We've established that he first popped up on our radar in 2000. Since then, he had just been this singer-songwriter who I knew of. I liked his interpretation of Wages of Sin and didn't really hear anything else by him until early 2016 when I heard Visions of Us on Land, which would go on to be our number one album of 2016. It's also important to note that Visions of Us on the Land was the last album that he worked on with longtime collaborator Richard Swift, who passed in 2018. They had worked together on four albums plus a covers collection from 2010 through 2016. Since the release of Visions of Us on the Land, he has been releasing albums at a feverish pace, one a year since 2018. In all honesty, the five albums Damien Gerardo's released since Visions of Us on the Land are perfectly fine albums, but I don't love them as much as I love Visions of Us on the Land. The quality of songwriting is consistent all throughout, but there is something about the production, about the arrangements on Visions of Us on the Land that just captures this lightning-in-a-bottle sweet spot of a moment. In all fairness, I think I like Reggae Film Star a lot more than the previous four records, and I kind of sort of felt like Damien Gerardo was slowly inching towards that psychedelic folk territory that he explored on Visions of Us on the Land. And apparently, I wasn't the only one thinking this. In preparation for this week's show, in addition to spending time listening to Reggae Film Star, I decided to take a look at some of the reviews. And I came across this one review from Pitchfork. And it's a great example of when a review is more than a review. Not only does it tell you what's going on with the record and give you a critical assessment, but it gives you the backstory that you would find only in a feature article. And I love reading reviews like this because it really gives you that 360 degree view. And while Pitchfork's score for Reggae Film Star was a 6.4, it was a very empathetic 6.4. So to recap, Damien Gerardo had just recently lost his longtime collaborator, Richard Smith, who passed in 2018. They'd worked together on four albums, plus a covers collection between 2010 and 2016. And Gerardo had been making records for a dozen years with other collaborators before he'd met Swift. 
Gerardo says, I just love being in the studio. Before I met Richard, I hated it. The following is from the Pitchfork Review. Gerardo's four collaborations with Swift framed the high stakes of his character's low situations with perfect psychedelic drapery. If Gerardo's earlier works felt like scenes from a curious movie written but not yet made, these records were the whole picture show, tenderly conceptualized and vividly rendered. Before he passed, Swift told Gerardo he was ready to helm his own records. Again, from the Pitchfork Review. Reggae film star suggests an awkward oxbow in Gerardo's catalog, as though he's uncertain about how to proceed with self-production. After a series of largely spare and ultimately resilient records following Swift's death, he seems to be reaching back for the magic he found with his old friend Swift, and kind of tragically, rarely connecting.
can be so cruel, I know It's a sick joke where the bad guys win in the end
by virtue of the fact that you are currently listening, you need no further assistance finding the Debts No Honest Man Can Pay podcast. However, your friends may need a little assistance. In which case, be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things. Places like Apple, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. A fistful of tracks in that last set from Reggae Film Star, the latest album from singer-songwriter Damien Gerardo. At the top of the set, Roger, followed by Meeting Eddie Smith, Roger's audition taped in front of a live studio audience, and we wrapped things up with Gork Meets the Desert Monster. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly, or as close to weekly as we can get, right here on NRM Streamcast. And right about now, we're going to wrap things up much in the same way that we kicked things off with a track from Bruce Springsteen's The Rising, dropped 20 years ago this week, July 30th, 2002. We kicked things off with the title track, and we wrap things up with Further On Up The Road. And with that, everybody have a great week. Take care, be safe, and remember, the dogs on Main Street howl, because they understand.